What's going on, Patriots? Back with another Patriots Prayer Podcast for you, and I hope everyone's having a great Monday morning. I really do. Believe it or not, uh, Monday has became one of my favorite days of the week. Uh, it's just that my day goes by faster. I, I plan most of what I have to do that day uh, or that week uh, in in a single day. Uh, and then spread the rest out sparsely. So that first day goes by, it seems like, in a, just a, a heartbeat. But <clears throat> I hope you guys are having a great morning now. Uh, the, the, the news over the weekend, obviously, uh, very interesting stuff. They're still on this teeter and on the brink as to whether or not they're going to end up charging Donald Trump. Um. And if you're like me, you're still asking yourself for what? I mean, how many times does this have to happen before people realize, like, there's there's something more going on here. There, there's something bigger going on here. And, and I mean, like him or hate him, it, it, it doesn't matter. You should see all of the falsehoods stated against the guy. False charges thrown against him time and time again. False allegations time and time again. Information paid for just to just to throw shade at the guy. And, um, you know, his, his presidency was one that was, you know, for all intents and purposes for America, it was great. It was great. We, we were prosperous. Uh, the cost of energy was extremely down. People were coming back to America. It became a place uh, where we could start building things again. Uh, you know, there was a certain amount of respect restored uh, to the country. Uh, we weren't dealing with uh, all the chaos in, in in the public sphere that we are right now. You know, we we're we're, we're sitting here having debates over things that you you could have paid me a million dollars I would have never believed in a million years we would be sitting here arguing over whether or not uh, it was a good idea to mutilate the sexual organs of a child nor would I have ever thought that elected politicians on either side of the aisle on either side. I, ju I just thought this, this would be an issue of something so drastically and terribly wrong that we could get consensus, at least on this one thing as it relates to children. And we can't. And if that is the only issue on the ballot, if that's the only one, it's enough. It, it's enough it's enough, and it should be enough for anyone to uh, put everything else aside and say, you know what, there's something drastically wrong uh, in the Democratic Party and on the left. There's something, there's something drastically wrong in the country where we have people in our country who just don't like it. It's became trendy to tear it down. It's, beca it's became trendy to talk it down or be against it. It's became trendy to think that it's a racist or uninclusive place. And the people who really think that, I say you're ignorant. 
No, I don't mean ignorant. Some of you are willfully ignorant. That's and it's true. You are. You're willfully ignorant. Others, um, you don't know, and you believe what you're being told, and you you most likely have never traveled outside of the United States. If you had, you would have seen places that were truly uninclusive. You would have seen places that truly weren't free. We are the most diverse, most free, most prosperous country in the entirety of the world. We have the best system of any country in the entirety of the world. And right now we have people that hold elected office that are trying to make sure that changes. It's, it's like watching evil being done right before your eyes. Your, your, your enemies are in charge. Everything we were ever told to be proud of or stand tall for, they degrade. They talk down about it. They put people down who love their country. They call them Nazis. They call them fascists. While, meanwhile, they push cancel culture. They censor. They've used big tech as a way to push their agenda put people in places at social media companies. You know, Jim Baker was an employee at Twitter. Had so many ex-FBI agents working at Twitter and active ones meeting with Twitter. They had a back page for the Bureau, like a little way for them to communicate amongst themselves. This is um, this is like an Orwellian nightmare, right? This is like 1984 for real. I'm referring to the book. <laughs> it is. It's 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 like that. Our government has became so just inundated with radicals. They're trying to make you get rid of the gas stoves out of your home. Under the watch of President Biden, everything that this man has touched has turned to absolute shit. Sorry to say it like that, but that's exactly what it's done. He's not made a law, rule, bill of any kind that actually benefits the country. He's brought more division to this country than any leader before him. He's more crooked than any president prior to him. This president has used his son as a way to garner money and deal with far, foreign nationals. He's accepted 
monies from what appears to be several countries. And the bad part is that they're adversarial countries. He received 16 of 17 payments from Romania while he was still vice president at that time. Keep in mind the Rob Walker LLC payments started trickling in about two months after he got out of office. They set up 21 different, I believe it was like around 2021, 20, different LLCs. They don't have any companies that they own, that they run. There are no businesses that the Bidens operate currently. They're not in the energy sector yet. Hunter Biden worked for both Burisma Holdings or Burisma Energy, right? Underneath Kolomoisky, who actually owned it, and Privat Bank, who sent plenty of money to Biden, Inc. And looks like the reason that he hired Hunter was exactly that. You know, that reason was to, to give some money to the Bidens. That was his Ukraine tie. That was, that was the guy that he talked about on the phone call while he was speaking to Poroshenko when he told Poroshenko that if he didn't do what he told him to do and push the Pravat Bank to closure, that the IMF loan would not come forward. He also said in the course of that phone call that his physical security as well as his financial security would be at risk if he didn't listen to him and do exactly what he said. He sounded real mafioso on the phone to brazenly call the leader of another country and make such a, I, I wouldn't even call it an opaque threat. I mean, I would say it was a threat. But to see a president do so much like this and see the law enforcement agencies and the political pundits and the left-leaning media all alike just completely synchronized in lockstep with this guy. As you watch the world crumble around you, your social, your, your culture is just degrading to nothing. We're, we're a laughing stock in the world. China's forming alliances with our enemies as we speak, and they're trying to make sure that the dollar will no longer be treated as the reserve currency of the world. Do you understand the level to which this president has screwed up America and the world. If America falls, America is usually the the one thing between extremely evil countries and dictators and the rest of the world. And I'm sadly saying is that America has become by virtue of the Biden administration, what we typically defend ourselves against. A maniacal, lying, grifting, power-hungry, just absolutely corrupt president on every level. He openly denied things we later found out to be true. He did know about his son's business dealings he knew about him very very well 
and he met with all of his business partners on multiple occasions in the White House even. Shared an office with one of the guys from the CEFC. The, the man who paid them from uh, Romania ended up being arrested shortly thereafter on corruption charges. You should know exactly who this man is. And I tell people quite often, you know, if you don't know, go get the Miranda Divine book. Go get it. Read it. I, 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 I'm telling you, it, it will be one of the best things you could possibly do is to go read the book from uh, Miranda Divine, uh, the uh, laptop from hell. So you can see when they when the when the Bidens speak candidly with one another exactly who they really are. I mean we've seen the entire system bend itself almost to the point of breaking just to protect a man who seems to be throwing his country to the wolves. And it leaves the rest of us really confused. To really wonder why. Why if everything is going as bad as it's going. Not seemingly, not my point of view. In every way, shape, or form. Society is less safe. Your money is less stable. Your culture is degraded. We seem to be devolving as a country and becoming less free. Our, our values are being attacked every day and in every way. And the people that are supposed to be right there to defend them are the very people committing the offense. I'm going to go through some videos today. And I want you to really listen to them and understand that the people on the left, They absolutely 100% don't care about your children. They don't. They don't care about the people who protect our country because they threw them on the street in order to house illegals in the beds they were given to homeless vets. So they don't, they don't care. The people in Chicago will tell you that. They're putting illegal immigrants in houses that they won't even allow their own citizens to be in. And to me, the one I think that hits me the, the hardest is, is the neglect that they're showing toward the children, that they're standing by as, uh, as your children are being groomed, as you have these drag time shows going on in, in school classrooms. And... The more research I do on uh, uh, puberty blockers and uh, the transition methods and what actually happens, um, the more I absolutely think that it is no different than what took place in World War II with Joseph Mangala and what he did when he butchered people in his medical experiments. And these are the people that actually need help but because they've neglected to tell them 
that it's a mental issue and that it's one that they need help with, uh, they're normalizing it. And by virtue of normalizing it, anyone who doesn't agree with it, this standard, this overruling of existing American values that have been there forever, in the blink of an eye, the whole culture is supposed to change and go a different way uh, by believing a completely different thing and by abandoning every value, abandoning every moral virtue that we've ever been taught. And this is what they want us to do. And this is who they want us to have our children look up to. And I think that this is one thing that we should stand up for at any Now, does anybody Listen. in this room know how to twerk? That's all in. <laughs> and then you just move your butt up and down like that. And that's twerking. Yeah. That's twerking, folks. That's a man dressed up as a woman going into a classroom showing little children how to twerk. I, I don't understand why we even need to have this conversation, but we obviously do. There's some very weak and very scared people in our country. Because if there weren't, things like this couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Take a look at the next one. Calgary, Alberta, to show their disdain against a recent incident where a biological man who chooses to identify as a woman was caught by two concerned parents with their, literally, male bits and pieces hanging out in front of a group of 12-year-old girls finishing getting changed after a day of swimming. With Calgary's current woke mayor, Jody Gondek, in full support of the province's current human rights legislation, which states that customers will have the use of the washroom and the change room facilities congruent with their gender identity. It's no wonder so many Calgarians have become fed up with the city's lack of action. And while I won't abbreviate the obvious hate centered towards myself and fellow colleague, Cody Kuntz, for asking simple yet relevant questions to the colorful group of counter-protesters. So, they did a, uh, a documentary where they went up to... Canada, Calgary, and this is, it's wrong to say, this is, this whole movement is, it's just, it's not just here in the United States, it's, it's all over the place, and, and the, the mentality that these folks have, uh, it, it seems to be a, a movement, they're all in lockstep, they're all in sync, saying the same exact talking points no matter if they're here or there the talking points points are 100 percent the same when confronted with absolute uh truth biology science and so forth even anthropology they get angry uh, they get violent they don't want to have the conversation because they know they know um they they can't defend themselves in a conversation they can't defend themselves on 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 the issue uh, itself, um, and, and then there are some that are, you know, I understand that I'm not the norm, and I understand that I have an issue that I'm trying to get help with, and I don't think it's right that we uh, 
you know, subject our children uh, to people that are going through something like this and then teach them that it's normal. Uh, essentially telling a child that they, you know, that there's only one way to be a woman or only one way to be a man. And I've said this plenty of times before. I believe completely that, that there are masculine women. I know quite a few. <laughs> and there are men that are more feminine. But a man is not a woman. And a woman is not a man. And as I stated before, there's no one right way to be either or. Right? There are tenets, there are roles uh, that, that I obviously believe in as a Christian. But um, I, I do not think that for a second that we're so cookie cutter as that, that people will not have different thoughts or approaches or personalities, some more dominant and so forth. That's, I mean, that, that's a given. Um, Matt Walsh did a movie called uh, What is a Woman? I watched it and <laughs> I, I couldn't take my eyes off of it for the entire time. Uh, it was on, I streamed it on my cell phone. So as I'm carrying my cell phone around in the house for the entire time, it's on just, I just glued to this thing. And um, he did an amazing job, an absolutely amazing job. And at one point in the movie, he interviews a, a female who uh, was in a, a lesbian relationship and thought because, uh, the partner not really liking or had uh, expressed uh, concern about the fact that she was with a woman. Uh, she tried to uh, transition into a man. So the interview was simply about that process and how uh, it actually takes place and what really goes on and what are really the risks involved? And um, I, I think that it is an absolutely eye-opening interview. Um, and I think it's one everybody should listen to. Uh, and I'm going to play some clips from uh, a portion of a separate interview that he did where he's talking about those same things. And he's just on the podium and he's talking about those same things. Uh, let's take a listen. Uh, my name's Scott Nugent. I'm a lesbian and I'm a trans man. But my most important role is that of a parent to three incredible children. I'm a mother, a woman who has given birth and carried life. I'm here today to put an end to the idea that medically transitioning children is about human rights. It is not. It's about money. Market research predicts that gender-affirming care will generate more than $5 billion a year in less than a decade. The truth is, is that medical transition is experimental, dangerous, and it doesn't cure anything. In fact, your question, there's only seven studies that stated that medically transitioning children is beneficial, and every single one of them has either been modified with not enough time, or participants, or, oops, we were sorry, Yet these are the pamphlets and the studies that are still given to parents, currently. And of course, society doesn't know that because you don't cover it. We now have children's hospitals all over Europe, halting and banning all childhood medical transition, calling it the worst 
medical scandal in modern history. Yet here in the United States, we have bigots everywhere. We have transgender people. We have gays and lesbians trying to talk. And people that are not trans and not gay and lesbian are calling us bigots. I underwent close to uh, $1 million worth of surgeries and hormone therapies to change from Kelly to Scott, a trans man. And then I almost died in the process. And I certainly have cut many, many years off of my life. In fact, I probably won't live long enough to meet my grandkids because I still, to this day, get reoccurring infections. Nobody knows why. But again, 95% of all medical transition is experimental, except for top surgery. So, I mean, those, those are the facts from someone who's actually been through it, okay? Um, I, I have another uh, interview similar to that one uh, with a Navy SEAL uh, on Fox. And, and he's stating the same things. And uh, he also gives uh, a more interesting, another interesting, rather, statistic that they don't uh, talk about. So when they give these kids these puberty blockers, they chemically castrate them because they do it prior to puberty. I didn't know that. I also didn't know that 8 out of 10 of the people who try to identify that way prior to puberty, 8 out of 10 of them, uh, wake up, don't go that route, choose a different path. So imagine today if we are trying to do gender-affirming care on kids prior to puberty, what we're doing is we're robbing them of the decision. And what we're doing is also robbing them of any future of normalcy because these people usually want to go on and have normal lives and maybe have children. but because of these drugs, because of these therapies uh, that are offered, they can, no, they can no longer have children. So it is, it is in some respects to me, a lot of the things that they've been doing from through the pandemic uh, to these things, to the, the whole thing, it, it seems to me like uh, a, a very big population control push. Because there's only one way all this ends up, is a death. That's it. That's how it ends up. When you can't procreate, that's where it ends up. It ends up at death. You know, it isn't so much that we all have to think alike or be alike or have the same faith uh, or be a part of the same religion because that's, that's not true. But when it comes to changing the culture and the value system of the place we call home, the thing that's made us great, the thing that's made us prosperous, the thing that's kept us free and, and kept us to where we had a standard um, is, you know, the way that we push human rights. But we, we are becoming one of the biggest offenders. We are allowing the mutilation of kids, and states are waking up, and states are starting to ban these surgeries, and thank God they are. But there need this needs to be done federally. This needs to be illegal. If uh, 
if you if you're if you're a Christian, uh, I, I suggest you pray on this one. Get involved. Write your congressmen. Write your senators. We need a federal ban on these operations for these children. We need a federal ban on puberty blockers for these kids that they're trying to give them to that haven't even reached puberty. They tell you that someone is not capable of making rational decisions uh, because their brain is not fully formed until 25, so they don't want to criminally prosecute people who commit certain crimes uh, at the ages uh, of anywhere prior to the age of 25. But they want to tell you that it's okay for a kid who can't choose what time he gets to go to bed or she gets to go to bed. Um, they give them the right to choose what gender they'll want to be. Um, we've, we've definitely deviated from the path, folks. And um, to get things right again, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to be a battle we might even lose. But I can tell you this. I couldn't look myself in the mirror if I didn't try to fight it. I couldn't say that uh, I would go to my grave um, feeling like I had no regrets uh, if I didn't say something was wrong with it. If I, if I didn't speak up, if I didn't get involved in some way, shape, or form to do whatever I could do uh, in order to uh, get this halted. This is a terrible thing. These are children. This is the one thing I used to think that no matter what uh, political affiliation or whatever ideology, religion, it doesn't matter. It seemed like the one universal thing everyone agreed on was our children and how they should be kept safe and free from certain things and allowed to be kids. But that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. So we need to get involved on every single level. I mean, we did a great job when it came time to stand up for values when it was a Budweiser commercial that was, uh, you know, it, it seemed to be something that we did not agree with. It seemed to be the same way when we went at Target for them uh, 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 putting out what we believe to be tasteless items uh, targeting children uh, just that we just thought were completely overboard in a lot of ways. I said half of those items that were on there, I mean, were just in horrid taste. I don't know who okayed those. and But this is what we're fighting. And uh, it, it's it's pervasive. It's throughout the culture. They are in all of the main institutions. They are in the medical community. They're in politics. There's nowhere that you're going to go where you're not either going to be somewhere near a proponent of what it is they preach or someone who actually uh, identifies that way. So, as I stated, it's it's going to be an uphill battle and you're going to have to stand your ground and you're going to have to say some things that 
may otherwise make everyone uncomfortable to hear. But if you don't, if you remain quiet, where does it go from here? They actually have organizations like this one called the North American Man-Boy Love Association, NAMBLA. It really exists. They're starting to call uh, child molesters uh, minor attracted persons. They gave them a name. So, you know, once they give you the acronym, MAPS, once they give you the acronym and they've, and they've named your, your, you know, whatever your uh, mental illness is or, or, or proclivity, uh, once it has a name and it can be identified, then the next thing you know is there's a group trying to get protected status and then all of a sudden society uh, cracks the door for them a little more because they get, we need to understand, we need to be a, li a little nice and we need to, and, and meanwhile, these people are hurting children. But where does it start? It starts right here, allowing them to hurt children here and in this way right now. And then it's going to get worse from here. We're across the line and we need to back up. Evil is not going to retreat willingly. It has to be beaten back. So we have to be relentless. We have to be brave. And we can't stop. There's too much at risk. And anyway, folks, um, it's been great hanging out with you. I hope you had a great Monday. And uh, we got a nice one planned for you tomorrow for sure. Um, and... Later on this week, I will be at a convention uh, out on the coast, and uh, I may do a live on Friday, but I probably will not be posting a podcast on Thursday. As a result, I do apologize for my regular listeners. And I want to say thank you to those of you who took the time to subscribe. Um you know, the the response to the podcast has been uh, a very reassuring one. I, I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, I, I really like to thank you uh, who took the time to come watch my videos and uh, who have uh, supported the Patriots Prayer from day one. And uh, we just crossed another threshold of over 6,000 followers. Um, and the engagements are through the roof. I mean, for me, anyway. <laughs> and uh, here it is, going to be one year. The Patriots Prayer will have been on, the, uh, our podcast will have been out for one year this Friday, which is why I said that I most likely will do a live and a little message. So I uh, hope to uh, see you on the live. So, uh, guys, as always, the silent majority. You need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer.